Put your hands together. 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 Esposito. Oh, yeah. But they didn't even clap one time. Oh, no, they did when no, Ryan. Did no, you're right. I, I didn't. I just what was you trying talking to, about. Well, I just, you know, I'm just keeping you honest. So that's part of marriage <laughs> is to make sure that you mean what you say. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Rhea. Cameron. I'm wearing my hair Sorry down. It's very stressful. Yeah. Do you see how long it is? It's very floppy. I don't like it. You don't like it? Then why are you doing it? Because when we went out to dinner the other night, uh-huh. the server asked us if we were twin brothers. Right. <laughs> right. And then we were like, no. And she was like, so brothers then. But just regular brothers? And it's okay. It's there's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just no, funny. No, there's nothing wrong with it, but... It's a little weird because I felt like our body language was not giving off twins. No, we're never, never giving off twins. Plus, don't adult twins try to not dress like each other? Isn't right. that part of being an adult twin? I think Defining so. your own identity? We're just queer people. We just wear right. the same clothes. Yeah. Because these are cool clothes. This is, yeah, queer clothes. Well, anyway... <laughs> It was pretty funny. It was. I was trying to remember when we went out to dinner last. Oh, you described it, it as going out to dinner, right. which we is very out funny. To dinner. That's a great. Thank you for keeping me honest. You're welcome. We were not out to dinner. That's a great point, Ria, because we were working, doing comedy on a cruise ship. Yes. And Yay. you were on the cruise. Hello. Welcome back to land. Welcome to land. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. sick. I'm sick to my tummy. Cameron's been sick for days. I'm. She's I been def- walking down the hall like this. Yep. Um, we were on a cruise ship, uh, performing, and Rhea also was extremely sick. Yes, you, you got sick on the cruise ship. I got not super like sick. seasick. No, not seasick. I got super sick on day two. And then I spent the rest of the cruise in my stateroom yes. um, watching, like, Avengers movies, basically. Right. And <laughs> That's I all I did. I don't know if any of you have ever been on a cruise, but I will say, to be stuck in your stateroom for six days is a very weird thing. Because in order to not have everybody on the cruise die of consumption... <laughs> Or some sort of disease like that. Consumption. They clean your room four times a day. There's a there's a there's a person whose job you they know your name and um, their job is to clean your room four times a day so that you don't drown in your own shit. You know what I mean? Like so that you don't. 
It's not a it's clean just, environment. It's I would say it's literally a turndown service. They give you like a towel. What animal. are you talking about? It has nothing to do with shit. They are like in there hosing your room down. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Those are the filthiest rooms on the planet. Of course they are, but they're they're not less filthy down. Absolutely, they are. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What cruise were you on? No, because Rhea, the day you get off the cruise, you walk past other people that are just getting on the cruise. Yeah. And then you realize, like, oh, my God, this is a floating germ. Yes. Because they don't hose anything down. Wow. I thought that we, then why were they coming in our room four times a day? Just to make it up. To, like, tidy the room up. Well, I am super messy, so, like, honestly, thank you. <laughs> to them. And, again, give you some sort of towel animal. Right, Hanging yes. at the end of your room so that when you walk in and turn the lights on, you are absolutely terrified. Right. <laughs> yes. Because you think there is a ghost of an animal. Oh, God. What a small ghost. Hanging at the end of your room. What a small ghost. Because they kept, they, uh, the, the cruise has a theme of sea monkeys. The people that go on it call themselves sea monkeys. So the cruise took it upon themselves to only do monkeys this year. And those are extra terrifying as tail animals because they're Long clipped arms. to, to yeah. a, like a pants uh, hanger at the end of the room like this. That is what it looks like. <laughs> it's very accurate. Very accurate impression. Thank you. Um, I'm good at my space. Yes, work. I, I think that what you're supposed to do is when you get on the cruise, you're supposed to not be in your room, and you're supposed to right. Like you're supposed go to go do the activities. But if cruise. you're sick, and then someone's just coming in your room to, they're it's not their that's their job. They're being nice, but it's just every time they open the door to make sure that like you don't need anything, you're just like. Oh, I'm just watching I'm just the Avengers. Here. Yeah, I just took a cruise. I'm watching Winter to Soldier. Watch the you Avengers know, in my room. it out alone. <laughs> so I'm a weird person. <laughs> you should really worry about me and report me to your boss. <laughs> this is fucked up behavior. <laughs> it was weird. You couldn't even perform. No, I had to do your shows for you. Yes, you did. Thanks for that. You're welcome Thanks for saying it that way. <laughs> I lost my voice. I like could not speak. I no, did, I know. I did a panel yep. on uh, women at work, and yep. then basically Ursula took my voice. Yes. <laughs> Is that who that was? Yeah, it was. In the far corner of the room like this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't she get a pen? Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. I it's mean, she has a bunch ridiculous. of garbage she's collecting. There's not a goddamn. There's pen not a pen in there. In there? Come on. Who's it's and what? There's in nothing in there. Should have magnets. There's nothing in instrument. There. But wait, that's at the bottom of the ocean. Can she go back in there once she's got legs? Does she know how to swim? Because she doesn't know how to walk. That's a great point. I don't know. I mean, she would. She she's also swim nude. With legs. She would be like, "What is happening?" Right. She's also nude from here down, isn't she? I just realized that as a mermaid. No, when Eric finds her, she's just gotten legs, and she's straight up so nude. Okay. And a young teen. All right. I feel like the movie also should cover that angle, which is like, oh, God, yeah, cover that I mean? angle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should cover up her angles, because I feel like, is it, how old is she supposed to be? I don't she's know, like 12, 15, 13, right? Sick. Marrying a prince. Sick. You know. Disney. <laughs> Because Ursula never says you can't 
right? <laughs> this is a great point. Wow. I just blew that shit wide open. Yeah. Well, fuck that movie. Yeah. Otherwise, pretty realistic movie. But... <laughs> yeah. It's weird that she doesn't write. Yeah, totally. Also, you need a utensil. Mean, she's on the beach! Everywhere. She's on the beach! Yeah. We figured that out the same moment. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had that realization. <laughs> that takes five minutes. Hey, does she not know, does she not know the written language? <laughs> I mean, she You're shaking your head like you know Q-neiform the answer this to this. Do you, don't, you don't think she knows the written language? <laughs> what about a boat that's what about pieces of things that have sunk over time you don't think you'd learn language eventually evolve language as mermaids even if you can't write don't you, you still... think a lot of them would just be saying <laughs> making a great point smellville or something like what <laughs> i'm just trying to make a joke that if they're learning a language by boat pieces falling down they would all just sound like snakes because all boats are named ss <laughs> something I mean look it was a long journey it took a while to get there but you understand what I'm going for (laughs) do they lay eggs I mean, I would assume so because that half is the fish half. Right. (laughs) Then question, do they breastfeed the eggs? (laughs) No, you don't breastfeed an egg, but you might breastfeed a little baby mermaid. (laughs) That just came out of an egg. It just still has its yellow fur on it. When the mermaid hatches and just has little yellow fur? Uh-huh. At the very beginning? Yeah. You know when fish are born, they're little chicks. Yeah, I do know how when fish are born, they're little chicks. <laughs> Chicken of the a, sea. And that's the story of Easter. That was a better joke. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Jessica Simpson. I remember that. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> No, it's okay. We're, I mean, I feel like I'm uncovering a lot of stuff that I, that was a pretty important m- movie to me. And we, I sing it to you constantly. At All weird, the time. At weird moments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just never thought of any of it. Wow. So they lay eggs. That's <laughs> been decided. Do follow up. You know, when you see a fish egg, you can see a little fish mm. in there. Sure. Cause they're like see-through in there. You can see a little fish in there. Yeah. Now, did the mermaids have hair in the egg? Head hair? Because all of the mermaids have such long, luxurious hair. Uh-huh. Are they born with that hair? Do you, is it or just maybe. A- it's Maybelline. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I mean, here's okay. the thing. Uh-huh. Mermaids aren't real. So, <laughs> whether they have hair. I know, I'm sorry. Do you know who my favorite character is in that movie? Ursula. No. Sebastian, because you're like that person. I am like that person. (laughs) Because you're so 
crabby. Yes. Annoying. Always trying to get me to stop living my dreams. Keep me under the sea. Winds. Words. (laughs) Yeah. Woods. Oh. That's what he's been saying the whole time? He has a thick Jamaican accent. (laughs) So. (laughs) I always thought it was words. I could be but wrong. I think you're too. right. I think it's Woods. Yeah, because yeah, he's like talking about the right. orchestra woods. of yeah. the sea. Well, I was yeah. a child when I saw it. I didn't know about woodwind instruments. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. Any other Disney movies you want to break down? Ursula. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, now here's a follow up. This okay. is the final question. Yes. How do they breathe? Who? The mermaids? I don't know. I think they have to be underwater, but I think Ursula can be above the water and below the water. Well, is she a mermaid? No, she's a octo person. (laughs) Wait, that's gotta be right. Wait a minute, she is? Am I just completely blanking on the fact that are she's you, a bunch of tentacles? Wait, no, are you out of your fucking mind? It's been a long time since I've watched what? The Little Mermaid. <laughs> what do you think Ursula looks like? I mean, I remember the top. She has a purple dress. Yeah. And the dress is also part of her body. Okay, great. Her dr- it's Sorry. A, it's, here's the thing. It's a natural evolving <laughs> dress tentacle. Fully, one, full onesie. It was always Actually, difficult. wait a minute. Now I'm realizing, since the top is a dress, is that whole thing a dress? Is she like gray in the tentacle? But she's got like a very form-fitted like onesie that she's stepped into and there's like a hidden zipper? Man, it would take a long time to step into all, all of, of the those. suctions also, like, because her suction cups are lined up. <laughs> Because the alternative is that her body's just shaped with bosoms, but they're not there. Wow. Her body is just shaped with bosoms, but they're not, not there. there. It's like us. <laughs> it is just like I don't know. I, was, I thought they were twin brothers. Their bodies were shaped like bosoms, but they weren't there. Uh, that's got to be the most fucked up Disney movie now that I think about it because it has such a solvable issue. You don't think with Beauty the and sand the Beast? writing? What Beauty and the Beast is the most fucked up uh, Disney? Oh uh, well, I mean that's a super fucked up Disney movie, but I don't think it has such an easily solvable issue. Uh-huh. I mean, it's definitely like coercive. It's definitely like coercion and kidnapping. Sure, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. the wrong message to send to kids. Uh huh. Yeah. For sure the wrong message why don't you just set those books down and just stop doing that honestly you read way too much this guy's mean that's who you should be into (laughs) this mean guy he kidnapped your father yeah yeah love him you should love that guy yeah Robbie Benson what? doesn't matter who's Robbie Benson? he does the voice of Beast You know who does the voice of Beast? I have so much useless knowledge in my brain. And that's some of it. I thought it was Cousin Matthew. <laughs> that was an updated Beauty and the Beast joke. Did you guys, did you guys see that? No, no, no. That's the live action. Right. Because we needed to do that. Yes. Cousin Matthew was in that. You know, from Downton Abbey? 
His name is Dan Stevens. Remember that name. show? Do you remember when we saw that movie where he got hot for the first time? What Which was one? that movie called? The Guest? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's what it was called. That is one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. <laughs> that movie is so ridiculous. Very good movie. It is batshit bonkers. Yes. And you should really see it. It is called The Guest. It is very good. But um, also, Lance Reddick is in it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lance Reddick is a very serious actor. You would know him from, like, The Wire. And this was his first foray into... Like silliness, because now he's on corporate on Comedy Central. Right. But there is a moment where he's like trying to hunt somebody through a maze. They're a murderer, and he's like, I can't find the murderer because of this maze. No, he says, I'm stuck here in this maze. Yeah. He just like shouts out to no one, I'm stuck here in this maze. How do I get out of this maze? It's a pretty good line. Just with nobody else, and he's like up against the wall. He says that, and then somebody goes, Left. Right. Oh my God, Left. you're right. That does happen. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite part of the movie was that, so you all remember when Cousin Matthew was on Downton, he was British, and so he had sort of a regular body in the way that he was, I'm going to be very sort of racist towards the British. <laughs> I he feel had, like, go ahead. Yeah, he just didn't look super jacked out of his mind, which is how I... Wait. think British people should look. Like, just like a regular body in a tuxedo. Is That's that... how I think British people look. That's being racist towards British people. Yeah, like... He I'm just s- wasn't super jacked. Yeah, I'm saying British people are not strong. <laughs> physically. <laughs> they have doughy arms uh-huh. that they only use for tea and biscuits. <laughs> and... So these are true things. <laughs> Oh, boy. But when Dan Stevens came to Hollywood, like when he transitioned from BBC to Hollywood, he had to go through, like, the transformation that happens when you come to Hollywood, which is that he got very thin and very cut. And in this movie, The Guest, there's, like, definitely written in scenes where he's just shirtless and doesn't have to be. Like, he's constantly getting out of the shower. Like, just, like, (laughs) always, just, like, 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 you're you're clean. You know, he just looks like a yeah. merman, you know? Uh-huh. No shirt at all. Just a little guy in an egg with a little bit of hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny to think about it, isn't it? Is. It is, yeah. A just miniature a mermaid with very long flowing hair. Tiny tuft of hair in there. Yeah. Yeah, like a little Tide Pod. <laughs> Don't eat it. I won't. There's, There's a living a mermaid, mermaid in, in there. there. <laughs> it's gonna have bones. <laughs> oh, no. And a skull. A skull is a bone, but it's nice to call it out separately. Because it's the biggest. <laughs> People say skull and bones. Kind of makes it seem no, like No, they it's do not say that. Bone. You're right. That's a lie. Seems wrong. Anyway. Skull a bone is what it should be called. <laughs> skull additional bones. Yes. Well, I mean, this is worrying really funny. <laughs> we are. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we? I don't know. Start I felt like show? we were going to talk a lot more about the cruise, but uh, now I felt like then we went down this like Disney path. Now I'm trying to think if like anything interesting has ever been has ever happened when we've gone to Disneyland because we've gone to Disneyland t- together a couple times. Yeah, no, I've just mostly cried on the Peter Pan ride. Mm. That's pretty much been it. She does cry on it every time. <laughs> every time. It's, the, it's a beautiful ride. Yeah, 
the you're doing it, whatever, oh. whichever character, whenever they say that, it just gets me every goddamn time. Mm. <laughs> Cry like a little baby. Yeah. On a Disney Oh, sweet. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of, this is the last thing I'll say, then we'll bring out our first amazing comics, but... um that when I went to, you know this story, when I went to Universal Studios? Uh-huh. And when yeah, you go as an adult for the first time to theme park, <laughs> you realize that all of the people that work there are just people with a BA in acting. Like, you're just like, oh, you're a theater kid. Like, you're, like, this is your job, and you didn't necessarily mean for it to be, and now you're a wizard. You know, like, you just, you realize that. Because they're your age, and you're looking at them, and they're like, they have to maintain the illusion. It seems very hard. It seems like they're, you know, like, eight hours into a 12-hour day, just like, ah, he who shall not be named. And you're like, Jesus Christ, like, just take a break. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. Like you're, like, you're doing a great job, and I love you, and I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying, like, you can be safe with me. But I was waiting in line to go on the some sort of ride in Harry Potter land, and there was a guy who was a wizard, and there was a person in front of us who was a mom and a child, and they were about to get on the ride, and they, um, you know when you just see this moment, especially when somebody's a service professional, like when they work in, in the service industry, you just, sometimes you see a moment where they, you realize like how much awful shit they have to deal with, um, like, for instance, when your stateroom attendant opens the door and you're watching the Avengers again and you're just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry this is happening. I'm so sorry I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to come in here and make those towel animals. You didn't want me to be in here. <laughs> but the person that was in front of us, mom, child, they're about to get on the ride and the mom goes to the wizard who's letting people onto the ride. Oh, can you hold this for us? Because we're going to go around the ride, and I don't want it to get smushed. And the guy just reflexively reaches for this Universal Studios bag and goes, of course. And and then looks at it. It's a see-through bag, and there's just a lizard that they have caught in the park. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've been in a theme park so long that they just forgot some of this stuff is real. And not for, like, they're just like, a churro, a lizard. And they just... <laughs> took a lizard, a lizard! That's so evil. Put it in a Universal Studios bag and we're carrying it around like it was merchandise. That's so cruel. So they just handed this guy, This is he receives it and he goes, well, I am a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that moment. Listen, friends, Rhea's been great. Yes, thank you. So has Cameron. Yeah, we tried to keep our energy kind of like metered so that we didn't like have coughing attacks or anything like that. And I think we did a great job yeah, we did. Um, at doing that. Rhea, do you want to introduce the first comic? I think you should. What? Okay, yes, great. You always do this to me. Walk up as though you're going to introduce the first comic and then you're like, Rhea, you should do it. I'm going to get a trap door built so that it can be even more seamless. Uh, wait, this next trap comic door is for you to yeah, leave, and then yeah. I'm just alone. That's right, because I thought maybe it was a trapdoor for me to fall into and go there. <laughs> That's never been how trapdoors work. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just creative. I am a I wizard. Think you're thinking of like a hamster tube. Anyway, um, <laughs> would you like to go ahead? Yeah, actually. Oh, I will do it, ladies and gentlemen, Sorry. and everybody, because not everybody's a ladies and gentlemen. Some people are just everybody's, um, and not just. Some people are everybody's. <laughs> You're doing amazing, Thank sweetie. Thank you, Rhea. Hey, why don't we keep that clapping going, actually? 
our first comic, somebody we love having on the show, in from New York, friend of ours. Let's hear it for Liz Bailey. Give it up. Yay. Let's do it. I, um... I travel a lot. I just got back from touring the Middle East, performing for the troops. I did a show in Jordan. And after the show, it was too dangerous for them to drive me and the other comics back to our hotel, so we all had to stay in tents on the base. It was a three-guy comic, so the three-guy comics got their own tent. And then I had my own tent that was labeled women only. It's like a little uncomfortable with that. And the guys were like, why? You scared? You scared to be alone? I was like, no, man, none of these tents are labeled, yet mine says unconscious pussy here. <laughs> and I don't think it's for the terrorists. <laughs> so we had a lady guy, and I asked the lady guy, and I was like, hey, if I gotta pee in the middle of the night and go to one of these porter potties, is it safe? And she's like, from what? Like animals? I was like, I don't know, do camels rape? <laughs> Bitch, we've all read the same articles. You know what I'm talking about. I want a lesbian lady troop to watch me sleep. <laughs> That's my request. I want her to watch me sleep, pet my hair, fall in love with me, protect me. I peed in a tent, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like tote scary, guys. I, uh, I've been really fortunate. I've uh, toured all over the world the last couple of years, and uh, my parents are in their 60s, and they've never left the country, and I, I, I actually ended up gifting my mom a trip to London the next time I performed there for Mother's Day, and she wasn't excited uh, <laughs> at all. But she's you know kind of dead inside and doesn't express herself, so I just ignored all the signs and proceeded with the gift. So a couple months go by, I'm already in London and I'm FaceTiming my mom and I'm preparing her for the trip. I'm like, make sure you have your passport, you know, I'll meet you at this terminal, bring a coat, it's actually a very miserable country. <laughs> and she just starts hysterically crying. And I was like, why are you crying? She's like, I'm scared and I don't wanna go. And I was like, all right, well I already bought the ticket, so you are, remember that conversation from childhood? <laughs> But why are you scared? She goes, well, first of all, what if my plane crashes? And I was like, Mom, if you die, you die. <laughs> I don't have to tell you, in your 60s, you've had five kids. We're all adults now. We don't really need you anymore. <laughs> Next fear, what else? She was like, ISIS. I was like, ISIS? If they haven't recruited me, they're not going to recruit you. You've had two knee surgeries. <laughs> Get on the plane. We're going to look at pale people. <laughs> I, uh... I seem to uh, look ethnically ambiguous to people. I'm slightly living a lie. I have really big curly hair, but I washed it two weeks ago and I'm never going back. <laughs> um, just so you know, if I have straight hair, it is gross. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a preserving of time, but I don't wash it. And then it gets kind of shiny in a fun way and then people want to touch it. And I don't know why black women don't want people to touch their hair, but I don't want people to touch it because I'm a good person. I'm always just like, I wouldn't, I'm a carrier. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I started the flu season. <laughs> but we're digressing. Curly hair, ethnically ambiguous. People don't know what I am. I get everything. I get Puerto Rican a lot. Uh, I get Middle Eastern all the time. I get half black, half white. I get Jewish. I get anything but Asian. And that's fine. But people need to start talking about, like, my injustices. Like, what about all the opportunities I've lost because people don't know I'm white? <laughs> yeah. Where's my march? <laughs> I paid for my own college, but I didn't appreciate it like a white person. We need to talk about these things. 
I, um, I don't do drugs anymore. I know this outfit says otherwise. Um, I haven't done drugs in like 10 years and I, I don't miss them. I really don't, uh, especially towards the end, they just became like mystical panic attacks. It, was, it just ended up with me crying in a corner being like, why is this dragon also disappointed in me? It just wasn't fun anymore, but I did a lot. I did everything. I drank a lot, I, did, I smoked a lot of pot, but the thing I did the most is pharmaceuticals. And if you wanna know which ones, your guess is as good as mine. I would just take random shit. If we found it, if people gave to me, I would never ask questions, which is crazy, because now in my 30s, I'm annoying when I go to the doctor's office. I want to know why they're prescribing it, who bought them out, what kind of symptoms and side effects. But when I was 15, I would take floor drugs. What is that? And what's crazy about it is like sometimes you'd get high, and sometimes you'd be like, I don't feel anything, man, but... Actually, my blood pressure feels amazing. <laughs> I might give this to my dad. I, um, I'm seeing a dude right now. Um, it's, uh, this shit's hard. I mean, we just, uh, we just had the talk, the like, what are we talk. I mean, I don't know if we had it. I had it. He was present. <laughs> it actually resulted in me saying the dumbest thing I've ever said out loud. Didn't even say it to him. I said it to my best friend a week later because she asked me, is this dude your boyfriend? And I said, my therapist told me I could call him my boyfriend. <laughs> now I have to be in therapy forever. But this is what happened. So I asked him, what are we? And he said, well, we're not seeing anybody else. And I was like, great, covered this a couple of months ago. Good recap. Continue. But he's like, I'm not ready to put a label on it. So I swallowed my feelings. I was like, deal with you later, feelings. And I said nothing. And then a couple moments later, he asked me about the health of my uterus. Weird. Not completely out of nowhere, though, because a couple months earlier, I found out I have a polyp growing in my uterus. You don't need to know what that is. You just need to know it doesn't belong there. And it has to be surgically removed. And I had told him. So now fast forward, we're in bed. I'm like, what are we? He's like, what's up with your broken uterus? <laughs> and I don't know what that means. And I don't know what to say. So I say nothing. And then I guess he kind of clarifies because he's like, well, do you ever want to have kids someday? And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I want to keep this polyp. <laughs> I mean, I did name it. I named it Polly. You know, whether it's a girl or cancer. It's like a really diverse name. Just two girls that get me. That's all I need. I don't need the rest of you. It's not really a numbers game. That's two new Twitter followers. We're moving. We're doing it. I, uh, I actually met this dude's parents recently. Well, that's not true. They're divorced. I met someone important and someone less so. But regardless, it was super stressful. I mean, I haven't met a dude's parents in like 10 years, and I'm not in parent meat and shape. I curse for a living, and it does not turn off anymore. And I was really stressed out because I, I met him at a Rosh Hashanah dinner. Again, not Jewish, just at the face of one. And I don't know anything about Judaism, and if I'm being really honest, I don't know anything about my own religion. I wasn't raised religious. I had to deduce that shit for myself. Like, I, I'm one of five kids. Uh, my parents are filled with anger and guilt. You put those symptoms in Google, you're Catholic. <laughs> So I just tell people I'm Catholic, but I don't know. I just don't like myself. I feel Catholic. 
so I just so I met him at this Rosh Hashanah dinner and I went into it blind so I go to this dinner and it actually went pretty well I was like really proud of myself and then towards the end I went to go hug his stepdad and I was like can I say happy Rosh Hashanah like is that a thing and he's like yeah why and I was like I don't know man you guys got so many sad holidays and I didn't want to be a dick about it (laughs) he's like actually that's one of the most honest assessment of Jews I've ever heard I was like, sweet, am I Jewish now? I had a matzah thing. Can I have money? <laughs> you guys are a lot of fun. I'm Liz Mealy. Thank you so much. Liz Mealy, let her hear it! Oh, she was great. We're going to keep the show right on rolling. Now, our next comic is the first time... It's their first time on the show, so you all know what we do when it's somebody's first time on the show. We give them a huge round of applause. So let's get it started right now for this comic, who's in town from Austin. Give it, give it up for Devin Walker. Ooh. Yeah, guys, uh, I am. I'm visiting town from Austin, Texas. Uh, it's my first time doing the show. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I don't know if you guys have this in L.A. I don't know if you have. Actually, I know that you have it. You have parts of town that are being like rapidly gentrified, right? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing that's happening, right? We have a part of town like that in Austin. It's the east side of town, and I'm from Austin. And it's like I know it's very different. And people are talking about gentrification, and they're very upset about it. And I'm not as upset as I think I'm supposed to be. (laughs) You know, because it's like I used to be on the east side. I went to summer camp there when I was a kid. And it's like when I was 10 in that summer camp, another kid punched me in the face. That's true. Uh, Last weekend, man, I went back over to the east side and I learned how to use a trapeze. So. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Sounds like gentrification took a place that was not that fun for me and turned it into a place that was tight. That's what I was like. No, I'm learning circus stunts and my body is safe. I just, I'm not that mad. <laughs> um, in the neighborhood that I grew up in, they had a sign, and the sign said, it said, caution, uh, deaf child at play. Uh, and I was scared of deaf kids for years. Because <laughs> it's like, now as an adult, like, I understand that that sign was for drivers. You know, like, I... I get that now, uh, but at the time, I took it as like a beware of dog type situation. And I thought that there was some sort of a silent predator roaming in my streets, looking for recently literate black boys, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. That's not gonna be me. I learned karate, I learned sign language, I was ready for anything. I I saw, recently I saw this thing, I saw a young boy attached to his parents by a leash. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen this happening in our streets and communities, but this is a thing I feel very strongly about. Okay? And so I saw this, I was at a store, and I saw these parents with their kids on a leash, and I decided that it was my time to say something about it. Yeah, so I went straight up to the parent and I was just like, hey, hey, hello, hey, excuse me, hey. Uh, Thank you for doing this. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Because it's like, that boy's made some errors, right? We know that. 
We know that 100%. That boy didn't end up on that leash by coincidence. I don't know what he did to do it, but he, he earned it. He earned his fate and he's there for a reason, all right? Leashes are not for kids who come home and are like, hey, what's up, mom and dad? I made straight A's and more a port card and I respect adults. Those are not <laughs> the kind of kids who get put on leashes, man. Leashes are for kids that I don't want near me. Leashes are for kids with behavioral issues and gluten allergies. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> leashes are for kids that I don't want near me while I'm trying to shoplift from a local Walgreens. <laughs> Going forward, I feel like we should treat parents who put their kids on leashes like we treat military veterans. I think like when we see them out there, like do it like with their kid on the leash, I think we should just be like, hey, uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, live, I live in Austin. In Austin, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a street called Fourth Street, which is like the, it's like the gay district. And I'd never been until very recently. I went to my first gay club. And uh, when I went with a friend of mine, uh, before I left, I told my roommate, who's another straight man, I was like, hey man, I'm hitting 4th Street tonight. And he said to me, he was like, hey, what if one of those guys wants to fuck you? Is what he said to me. Yeah, and I see the looks on your faces. And I felt the same way. What an ignorant question to ask. What a stupid thing to say. You know, like, oh, you're going to this place. Oh, you're going to this place. What if one of those guys, what if one of those guys, right? Because it's like, of course one of those guys is going to want to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I look great and I believe in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't question me like that, dog. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez. No, I uh, I had a I had this band that me and my friends liked a lot in college. I had this band that we were huge fans of in college, and uh, me and my friends liked them a lot. They didn't have that many fans when we were in school. Like we kind of felt like we were the only people who liked them. They were like very underground. Uh, but recently, they got one of their songs put on a Kia car commercial, <laughs> which means like they made it, and also it means. They got, they got a big check. That's a big check, right? Like, that's a big, that's a big deal to get that. And uh, when me and my friend were sitting around, my friend said, she was like, oh, dude, I can't believe this, man. I can't believe that these guys sold out for a check from a large corporation. I can't believe it. Uh, and out loud, I said to her, you know what, man? I can't believe that either. Uh, but in my heart, I was like, yeah, but how do I do that, though? <laughs> What do I need to do to sell out, man? I can't wait to do it. I'll do it as soon as possible. You know, like, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like, I feel like it's time. You know, I, I, feel like it's, I feel like it's time to do it. Like, honest to God, like, I'm waiting for the point in my life for, like, a CEO of a large corporation says something racially insensitive so I could pop in a commercial with them. Just like me and like, I'm waiting for the CEO of Folgers to accidentally tweet something negative about people who look like me and I'm gonna wrap my arm around them, I'm gonna look into the camera and I'm gonna say something that's gonna embarrass my family. <laughs> me and the CEO just arm in arm and I just look into the camera and I just say something like, yeah man, cause with Folgers, it's all good in the hood. I'm gonna do something like that, I swear. You guys, I'm Devin Walker, thank you so much.
want the other mic stand. I forgot to bring the other mic stand. And I don't want to lead the stage. That's Rhea! Wow, that was so strong of you to be able to carry that. Isn't that like amazing? Wow. Such a good solid core to be able to carry that. How's it going? How are you doing? Are you having a good time? Just a silent nod. That's what we asked for. Keep it quiet, but not alone. Cool. Awesome. Well, um, you know what? These next, these next pals, um, they're amazing. I love them so much. Uh, they, one of them has a great show on Comedy Central. <laughs> it's called Another Period. Um, but What? Yeah, and the other one's a failure. No, um... <laughs> the other one voices Webby in the new fucking DuckTales. So it's just like... Those are two of the most accomplished things that you can do. Like, you get, it's like, your own show, Webby. Like, those are amazing accomplishments. Um, and, I love, and I love them very much. They're one of my favorite acts and two of my favorite people. Let's hear it right now for Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> Um, hi, hi, first of all. Hi. Kate and Ricky, it was so great to have you on the show. Thank you. And I'm so glad that we were the first audience to see your brand new song. Thank you for having us. Yes, and all of our podcast listeners, I'm sure, will be able to find that song sometime soon. Yes. But in the meantime, they can look up other Garfunkel notes. Yes. Sorry, sorry for anyone who's listening who's like, what was the thing they were talking we're about? Workshopping it. Yeah, we're yeah. figuring out some there. jokes. It's very good. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I like loved it. Gotta say, it felt really good. Your audience, everybody was so awesome. And then, and then we got off the stage, and it felt really nice. So thank you. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. And I also wanted to ask you because you have such an amazing show, and I wanted you to tell Thanks. our listeners about your show so that it's they can on. Watch. It's called Another Period. It's Tuesdays at ten thirty after Drunk History on Comedy Central. Our sixth episode is airing right now. We have eleven, so you know you can catch up. I mean, if you're LA local, you could come to this show, yes, and then go home and, and watch your show, which would be like a great night. I think that's a great idea. It'd be an evening of Ricky Lindholm. Yes. yes, everybody wants that all the time. I do. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much. <laughs> you're the best. Oh man, Ricky Lindholm and Kate McCucci. Thank you so much for debuting that song at our show. I feel unbelievably honored. That's such yeah. a fucking great song. It was like the best song I've heard in years. It's like the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> I really needed to hear that song right now. I really now. needed to hear that song. I really Do you know what else is? I just have to say one of my favorite yeah. things about when the first song I don't remember what it's I don't remember the the title of it uh-huh. but when they go to the like dance break and it's yes. the songs that they both are thinking yeah I like that it always makes me laugh very hard that Kate is just singing the I like dogs right song. yeah <laughs> like that it's a recording of Kate singing yeah of course Kate lip syncing to Kate singing is very funny and yeah. I would, I really like to watch that I wrote it down you wrote Kate's it down. dog song Kate's dog song. Fun, fun songs. Fun songs. Oh, yeah. Wait, because I was because I was also laughing. Like, I mean, that was a very political song, but a lot of their songs are just like, they're like fun. Yeah. They're like fun. They're fun <laughs> songs. So I'm imagining yeah. this guy 
watching a fun song and being like, and I being can't like, relate that to this. That does not apply to me. Where am I in this? Where am I? I just don't get it. I hate blowjobs. Like, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. You don't need to. Great point, Rhea. <laughs> All right. Um, it's like cryptocurrencies. Don't look into it. Yes. I never will. Don't, don't you do worry. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So we got two great comics left. Yes, we do. And uh, we, this next comic, we, we really think this comic is so hilarious. Yeah. I just saw them earlier today in an audition. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're just, they said we're on the lesbian hunger games. Yes. <laughs> Constantly showing up for the same shit. Just pa- rock, paper, scissors for... A lesbian role that'll probably go to a woman with long hair. <laughs> hey, sometimes things are just true. Hey, that's my very real song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, not that lesbians can't have long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anybody can't have long hair. It's just I a think not lesbian person for the with role long hair. today that was like tomboy. Yeah, yeah. Major tomboy, such yeah. a boyish boy. What a man. And then you were like, it's a bunch of long hairs. Yes. A room full of women in tank tops. Yes. Look, you can have long hair and be a topic. <laughs> yes, you can. We're going to get in so much trouble. We are going to get in so podcast. much trouble for saying this on the podcast. We're femme shaming and we shouldn't do We're not. Though. I'm not. I've had long hair. See, the thing is, I have one long hair bang now. You can't. You should see my armpit hair. It's very long. Rhea has so much armpit hair. <laughs> <laughs> if only I showed them that, I'd probably sometimes, book it right away. Sometimes, sometimes I think about trimming it while you sleep. <laughs> that would be funny. Because there's just so much. Yeah. I didn't I realize it's like it's like real monsters in here. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Let's keep this show going. Okay. Alright, well anyway. <laughs> Hey, we really love the sex comic. <laughs> we do. That's the point of all that we just said. Glad they're in town from New York. Let's hear it for Emma Willman. Right Get up for Emma. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Um, my favorite part of the, the character description for the role, at the, the first pass of it, it said... The, it, the description said, um, it would be safe to assume the character was a lesbian. <laughs> Which is so funny, where you're trying to assume something, you're like, I feel safe with this assumption right now. You're like, are they a lesbian? I don't feel safe assuming that. <laughs> safe to assume. This is nice. I've been on a real health kick recently. Uh, I cut back on drinking, which was good, but what brought me to it was, it was a weird wo- moment that really, that, that brought me there. There's a lot of other things that could have, but this this is what it was. I was really, I was just hung over and I was watching TV, but the TV was off. <laughs> and I swear I was watching something, but it just, I was like, is it still off? It's still fucking off. And there was a lot of pain in my head, and I'm just like watching and sitting and thinking. And then I heard my roommate yell from the kitchen, Ah, did you poop on the floor? And I thought about it. I feel like there's certain questions, if you have to think about them, then you gotta go to rehab, you know? Did I poop on the floor in my own apartment? Not in my room, not in the bathroom, on the floor, in the kitchen. What a violent action did I poop on the floor. So I thought about it, I watched my show for a little bit, and then I said, 
no, no, I definitely didn't poop on the floor. There's no way. No. And she waited about five minutes and said, um, Emma, I was talking to the dog. And then I waited about five minutes and said, well, you didn't do the voice. Normally you do a voice when you talk. You usually, usually, who's my little, you do a voice, you know, that's usually what you do. And she, she said, yeah, we got a lot bigger problems than how I talk to my dog. If you think you pooped on the floor. Fine. Fair enough. I want to be healthier. I want to be like a more like high quality, well-rounded person because um, I'm trying to like be like dating more. So I want to be more well-rounded, but it's so hard because, like, this question on dates is when people ask what you're interested in, I don't have any interests. I'm trying to make it in show business. All I do is think about entertainment and then watch, like, serial killer documentaries. It's not good. So I have to come up with something. So I came up with something. This is the line. I'm going to use it soon, too. Okay, if someone goes, because I, I fucked up when someone said, what are your interests? I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to... Really? Oh, yeah, fuck. All right. Um, mm, circle back. Left, I thought of something. Because I wanted something that was like interesting, engaging, and I wanted to symbolize I'm sexually adventurous. This is what it is. So if someone's like, what are your interests? I'll be like, I love whitewater rafting. No, God damn it. I thought everyone would be like, woo. No. Because it's like whitewater rafting. It's like adventurous and fun. I'm living on the edge. It's like I could take care of someone. You know, it symbolizes like I like to do like, I'm down to do butt stuff. You know what I mean? It's like crazy on the, on the water. Ah! That's what I thought. And then if the girl's like, well, I want to come see you do rafting sometime. I could be like, oh, the river's closed. I don't know. Ah. They're cleaning it right now. And uh, I don't know how this works. But yeah, whitewater rafting, I'm fucking sticking to it. I have to get more like um like well-rounded and knowledgeable too because it's just like it's I'm just like so mortified with myself like the level of like you know, I'm just like always in my head. It's that's such like a privilege. It's just so it's just not but it's not attractive, you know. And I was on a date with someone who uh I don't know what exactly she did, but <laughs> that's probably my first problem. I should have paid more attention to that. But she was really smart, and she asked me um, what I thought about fracking in Argentina, and um, I confused fracking and sharding. <laughs> She's like, what do you think about fracking in Argentina? I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't even know that was like a, I mean, I didn't, I hadn't thought about it, I guess. She's like, it's a really big thing. We deal with it at work because we do a lot of financing over there. And I was like, wow, uh, I guess if it's affecting things on that level, it would have to be their diet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I thought that was good. I'm like, it had to be their diet. <laughs> Think about that. But I said the little diet line, and then I realized, like, God, have you ever said something so stupid someone can't even guess what you're talking about? <laughs> Like they had a more functional childhood, they paid better attention in school. There's lots of factors that bring you to that moment. So she was like, you think because, um, because they're not getting enough nutrients, it's affecting the way they, they view their socioeconomic policies? I'm a hustler, so I was like, yeah, that was what I was, that's what I was getting at, ultimately. I just I had a long day on the river and it was just like, just, just a lot for me. This is something else that's like super immature that I notice I do in relationships. Uh, yeah. I really, I'm attracted to like femininity and 
I almost, yeah, that's, you know, so there's that. And uh, then when I'm in a relationship, this is not needed, but, and this is like totally like, if someone were to ask this question of a same-sex couple, they'd get their head bitten off. But people will say like, oh, who's the man and who's the woman? It's like, you can't ask that. That's not how it works. Like gender's a social construct, blah, blah, blah. But then behind closed doors, I'm like, I'm the fucking man. (laughs) I'm the man. Like out to the world, you're like, <laughs> but then in my, then once I close, that's why I'm single, probably, but not that reason. But so I'm the man. And I always, I'm like making a big deal about it. I'm like, I'm the man one. I'm the man one. I'm the man one. Sometimes I stomp. I'm like, just where I'm the man one, right? I'm the man. And then the girl will be like, oh, you sound so obnoxious and ignorant. I'm like, see? Yeah. I'm the man. Unbelievable. I relate with men so much, I was like, maybe, you know, maybe I, maybe I really am a man, you know? So I was like, I need to talk to the experts. So I went to BuzzFeed. <laughs> I took their quiz, they had a gender quiz. 52 genders. And I tallied it up and I'm a chicken nugget. <laughs> How am I gonna come out about this? Luckily, my mom is like so accepting. She's like really accepting, but she's also really proper. Like I remember my last relationship, I always felt like I could tell her everything, but she'd like say advice like this. Like I was with this girl and she, she wanted me to hit her in the face sexually. And uh, you know, I'm, I had to seem confident in it because otherwise they're gonna like retract. You want your partner to feel comfortable, yada, yada. I had to be like, yeah, hit you in the face, that's what I do, huh, you know? But hey, ew, I was nervous. So I left the situation and I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, I'm a, I met this girl. She's great, but like, she wants me to hit her in the face. And my mom goes, oh, on a Tuesday? <laughs> on a Tuesday at 6 p.m.? What'll happen on Friday at 10 p.m.? You need to get out of there. I was like, that's some good goddamn advice. That's some good goddamn advice. She is good. All right, you guys are great. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. show friend of ours actually uh just i think announced today that they're gonna have a new podcast on earwolf which is a great podcast network that also this podcast i believe will be joining and also my other podcast query will be back uh this coming monday we took a little bit of a hiatus and i'm very excited that we will be back as a part of earwolf on monday so yay clap for that And welcome to stage your final comic for the night, Hari Kondabolu. Give it up for Hari. Hari, so good to see you. Good to see you, Ria. So what are you working on these days? I have a podcast with my brother called cool. the Kondabolu Brothers Podcast that comes out March 8th on Earwolf. Awesome. I will be joining you on Earwolf. Amazing. Yes. And I have a stand-up special that comes out in May, and hopefully it'll get announced soon. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, can you say where it's coming out or no? Um, it, it's... What do you think is it's probably coming out on? <laughs> okay, but they didn't say it yet. Sure, yeah. But it's, no, it's, no, on, no, it's on that one. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Great, congrats. Blockbuster. Awesome. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Blockbuster uh, rental on demand. Yes. Thanks, dude. I'm Matt's wife. I'm just... I could have left it on, but I didn't well, I didn't know if she was gonna like say her full name. <laughs> Someone just introduced themselves to us and I was like, oh, I'll turn it 
it off. They, they, they loved you. They were so happy to see you. Very happy to see me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you're in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Are you going on tour or anything anytime soon? Yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of dates in uh, April and May. I'll be doing... Um, oh, I'm performing at the Wilshire Ebel Theater in Los Angeles on April 7th, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's about. very awesome. I haven't, I haven't... Thank you. I haven't yeah. done a show in L.A. in a long time. And then a bunch of stuff at clubs uh, for a few months writing new jokes. Awesome. That's yes. great. Well, thanks yes. for coming by, Hart. Yeah, thanks, Can't wait to see and listen to all that stuff. Yes, thanks. Very cool. Yes. See you on a boat again. Bye. <laughs> never invite you back. We, we have to watch Cricket at some point. Keep it going, Ferrari. Take that door. <laughs> Let me just Sorry. have to walk right over here. Hey, one more time for Hari. <laughs> and how about for everybody you saw tonight? Everybody on the show. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <laughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos, <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.